0: Welcome to my podcast. I'm the Laughing Philosopher. Life is complicated. You are complicated. Everything seems to have been figured out except how to live a happy life guided by wisdom and reason. What does it mean to be a good person? What is love? Who am I before I was told who I am? Why haven't I found myself yet? Why do I have regrets? Is this a just world? Almost from the moment of birth, we've been told how to behave, how to fit in, and how to fulfill other people's expectations. We grow to fear that we will lack importance or cease to exist in the lives of others if we think for ourselves and question the rules and roles that we've been told define us. Only when wisdom and reason removes this illusion can we live authentically in the world around us and become our real selves. Episode number 29. Why is now not now? And prayer not prayer? Perhaps it's just a coincidence that answered prayers always seem to result in situations and events that happen anyway. People pray for things and then claim that God answered their prayer. But claims are not evidence. And these things people commonly ask for. Things like finding a better job, curing a disease, overcoming an addiction, buying a home, achieving fame, bearing a child, falling in love. These things are not easily done, but they are not very miraculous. Such things happen every day for just as many other people who don't pray to your particular gods. People also tend to remember answered prayers and to forget unanswered prayers. People like to remember the hits and forget the misses. But even answered prayers, even the hits, always seem to be ordinary and unsurprising. Is God discovered or invented? You're an optimist. So am I. We believe in the perfectibility of all things. So perhaps the answer is found in whether or not God exists in a utopia. Imagine a perfect world where every want and wish is satisfied, and there are no unanswered prayers and no unfulfilled desires, where everyone is awakened and there is no clinging and no attachment and no suffering, where everyone's life is as long as one desires and there is no fear of death and no need of an afterlife, where there are no dreams of heaven and no nightmares of hell. In such a world, a world without pain and suffering, does God exist? In a world where living is an endless delight, where old age, disease, and death do not exist, and there is no craving to be young, to be healthy, and to go on living. In such a world, what kind of relationship will you have with God? In a utopic world, perhaps God is just a unicorn. Perhaps God does not have a future. Perhaps God Is already dead. God is omniscient. God wouldn't be much of a God if he wasn't all-knowing. God knows everything there is to know about every moment of time in the future, in the present, and in the past. What will you think, feel, and choose to do in the next moment? What will you do tomorrow? You don't know your future, but God knows it. And because He is omniscient, God also knows His own future. God knows what He will do today, tomorrow, and every moment of every day to the end of time. In prayer, Jesus warned against petitions to God to satisfy our worldly desires. He said, God knows what you need even before you ask him. Jesus taught that if God is all-knowing, then God already knows your prayer. God already knows how he will answer your prayer. And God already knows whether or not in the future he will grant or deny your petition. God already knows now in the present moment how he will reply to your prayer in the future. On one hand, if God already knows now that in the future He will grant your petition, then your prayer is unnecessary. On the other hand, if God already knows now that in the future He will deny your petition, then your prayer is futile. futile and unnecessary. Our prayers of petition are a useless waste of time that accomplish nothing. God already decided before your prayer what he will do. Prayer is not prayer. Prayer is absurd. Jesus understood this. Science and religion will never agree. Why? Because they think very differently about wisdom and knowledge. Should wisdom look forward or look backward? Religious wisdom is backward-looking. Ancient men and no women, living in ancient cultures, authored ancient books of ancient wisdom. Religion sees knowledge just as fixed and unchangeable as the past. Religious knowledge cannot be changed. It cannot be improved and it will never be as good as it once was. If we have a personal or social problem, if we want to figure out how to live now, then we must look backward and trust the wisdom of ancient people with ancient beliefs and ancient values living in an ancient society. We must live life with our back to the future, facing the past. The trouble with looking backward is that we keep bumping into things. What happens when we have a question or problem for which ancient wisdom is unclear or offers no ready solution or answer. Moses advocated for an injunction against murder, but approved of genocide against non-Jewish people. Jesus didn't own a gun, but he destroyed private property. Jesus taught more about money than he spoke about heaven jesus had nothing to say about abortion but his followers condoned human slavery what mother or father is there who doesn't want her children to have more wisdom and a better life than she does but religion sees knowledge as a book that is written and settled forever like the past. Science sees knowledge just as unwritten and unsettled as the future. Wisdom is never final and it can always be improved religious wisdom is backward-looking scientific wisdom is forward-looking scientific knowledge will always be better and greater in the future than it has been in the past if we want to figure out how the world works then we must look forward impartially and objectively and trust our eyes and ears to reveal what is beneath our feet, inside our mind, and above our head. We must live life with our back to the past, facing the future. Why is now not now? There is no now. Now is a myth. The present is as beyond our experience as the future. You cannot experience this moment any more than you can experience the next moment. You cannot live in the present any more than you can live in the future. Look at the moon. What's it like now? You can never know. You can look at the moon, but all you can ever know is what it was like one and one quarter seconds ago. That's the time it takes light to travel 400,000 kilometers from the moon to your eyes. Think of the sun. All you can ever know is what it looked like eight and a half minutes ago. Do you know what the nearest star system, Alpha Centauri, looked like 4.3 years ago? To see it then, just look at it now. Light travels Fast. 300,000 kilometers per second. But not instantaneously. You stare at the night sky and you think you're seeing the universe now. The truth is that you are looking backward in time. You can never know what the universe is like now at this moment. The deeper into space you look, the deeper into the past you see. We can never know what is out there now. We can know only the past. What we see is not real. And what we think does not exist. What is, is not what is but what was our mind deceives us light requires so little time to travel ordinary human distances that we cannot experience the delay but it's real and it exists if you have a conversation with a friend Then you will see each other, not as you are now, but as you were one billionth of a second ago. This delay is 10 million times shorter than any experience that can be perceived by the human brain. But it does exist. You believe that everything you see exists now simply because this delay is beyond detection by the power of your senses. Now is not now. Now is not a real thing. It's just a concept. Even your conscious awareness is not instantaneous. It takes time. A delay is necessary before we become aware of a sensation. And only then does it become conscious. Humans have five basic senses. Sight, smell, taste, touch, and hearing. The organ associated with each sense sends sense impressions to the brain. Detection by the brain of these sensations is not instantaneous. All interactions with the world through the five senses lag half a second behind the present. Our sense experiences of the world require 500 milliseconds before we are aware of what we are reacting to and perceive it. Our awareness of the world requires a delay of half a second before a sensation becomes conscious. This means Our perception of the world always lags behind the present. Our perceptions only connect us with what is past, what once was. Our brain and sense organs never give us any information about the world around us now. Nothing we perceive ever exists. Everything is half a second in the past due to the time necessary for our conscious attention to capture and become aware of it. Our entire experience of the world that we perceive around us is the awareness of something that no longer exists. We experience nothing as it is now. We experience only the past. We live in the world as it was half a second ago. What we refer to as the present is really the past. The present is a fiction. What we talk about as the past and the present And the future is really the past because our memories and sensations and anticipations, by the time we become consciously aware of them, are half a second older. The future becomes the present as the next moment turns into this moment but it is experienced as the past, as the moment that passed by half a second ago. To live in the present and to be here now is not a possibility. The now does not exist except as an idea. Only the past exists. Even your perception of yourself is as the person you once were, not the person you are now. By the time you become conscious of yourself, you are half a second older. You experience yourself in the past. You are never in direct, immediate, instantaneous contact with yourself and the world around you in the present. So how truthful is your representation of yourself as well as your image of the world as it appears to you? Perhaps half a second ago, The sun exploded and consumed the earth. Perhaps the world was created half a second ago, complete with all of your memories of the past and all of your anticipations of the future. Perhaps you are already dead, but you won't find out for half a second. The world around us is made up of things which we can never perceive. The picture of reality in your head is made up of things which do not appear. Do we experience reality as it is? No. We experience reality as it was. Perhaps an optimist is one who believes that life will never be as good as it will be in half a second. What was, is. And what is, was. Now is never. Now. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Corey, The Laughing Philosopher. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I've devoted my professional life to the intersection of sociology and philosophy, where the contemporary problems of life meet the ideas and convictions of the greatest human minds. Join me by subscribing to The Laughing Philosopher as we use reason and wisdom to explore big answers to the most important of all big questions, how to live.